wanna be Welcome back to another episode on Slay Watch Podcast. My name is Tia. And I'm Logan. So welcome back. Um, we hope that you enjoyed our last episode where we talked about class talk. So we are all getting in the groove of things. We're trying to get assignments done. And we hope that you used our helpful tips on our page. Yeah, I think at least I know that those tips have really helped me. Really, like Tia said, get in the swing of things really get used to being back at school so we can kind of like go through which ones we've used and we've seen help I know for me a hundred percent being organized like my calendar has really become my best friend because I will forget everything I don't know what it is in my brain but I will forget it is not written down so literally planning out my weeks has really helped me like stay on top of things I think another thing is one of the tips we mentioned was getting up and getting ready as if we were going to school like it really puts me in the mindset of like okay Logan you got up you got dressed now let's do some work Mm -hmm. so those two tips I've really been making the point to do throughout the week what about you yeah so I took the tip of having brain food to really Mm -hmm. keep me energized and motivated throughout the day And I've also used the tip of having an agenda. That was, like, the first thing I did before I even bought a notebook. Like, I had to have an agenda, make sure everything was planned out. Um, Another tip that I used was music. And our playlist Mm -hmm. is coming soon, y'all. We promise. And just a little shameless plug for Big Sean. Like, his album is too fire, so we got to add some tracks to that. But the, um, the playlist is definitely coming to you, Slate Watchers. I think one of my goals for this week, just from our last tips, is, um, like, being in a new environment. Come on, goals. Right. I really want to just not be in my room or, like, be in the house and, like, especially take advantage of it being nice outside still because in about a month, that's going to be a whole different story. So, I really wanted this week, like, go to the park or go to Starbucks. Like, just do something to get out of the house to see if that'll help me be more productive. And then also that brain food. We talked about how important it is to feed your brain and feed your mind to help you be productive. And like T said, it worked for her. So I really want to make it a point to eat breakfast, make sure I'm eating three meals a day like or healthy snacks, whatever it may be. But just really focusing on those brain foods and getting out of the house and being in like a new scenery and a new environment. Yeah. And I know a goal for me now, now that you say it, is to actually get dressed. I've been yeah. slapping on that, but I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to get dressed this time. It makes it so fun. Like, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm cute. Let me work. Okay, this is exciting. So that makes it fun. But we hope that you guys have been using our tips. If you have, y'all let us know. We want to we want to see if it's helping you. We want to see what tips you either A, already knew about or ones that like we may have told you that you didn't know and if they're really helping you. So interact with us. Let us know. We always want to hear from you all. So with that, um, we kind of want to shift gears in today's episode. Just to kind of recap again, we've done the personal development series. We talked about tips to be successful throughout the semester. But in today's episode, we really kind of want to shift gears and do a different approach and talk about something a little more serious. If you guys don't know, September is Suicide Awareness Month. So we think this is like the perfect time to really talk about mental health and more specifically triggers. Mm -hmm. Um, We know how important mental health is and how triggers and trauma it can really affect someone's mental stability. 
So we do want to use this podcast as a way to acknowledge what are triggers, what does that look like, and some ways that you can be triggered. Exactly. And this is episode six. So I often um, look up what do numbers mean. And in this one, it actually highlights the fact that angel number six is about finding balance in your life. So Mm -hmm. when you're trying to find balance in your life, you already know that something is not stable. So that's what the number six represents. And it's a sign that you're outwardly focused on to the detriment of your internal spiritual life. Mm. So, yeah, we're about to dive in to something really deep here. So we hope uh, that you take a learning moment from this. And just a disclaimer, we're not trying to tell you how to uh, deal with these battles, but we're just taking you on our journey and trying to be as informational um, more so than relatable this episode. Right. Definitely. So do you want to tell them kind of what a trigger is, kind of to dive into the discussion today? Yeah, of course. So triggered is uh, the firing of emotions caused by pre-existing stimuli, such as smell, sound, or sight that has occurred in a traumatic event. So that's all your five senses right there. So is it like anything that can cause you to kind of go back to a situation? Exactly. It's almost like those emotions that have fired in that instant are kind of like resurfaced in another event that happens. It may not Mm. be too related, but it's like a glimpse of something that has just happened is making you go back to that past thing that has happened to you. Right. So like Tia said, is that that instance or that something that kind of takes you back? Mm -hmm. And so with that, I kind of want to share what it means to be triggered. So to be triggered is to have an intense emotional or physical reaction, such as a panic attack after encountering a trigger. So like we said, it's it's when something that has happened to you is brought back up, mm-hmm. and it can be because of the smallest thing. Yeah, so like any of the five senses that we just mentioned, it could be anything that has happened in that moment that makes you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, and you just felt traumatized in that moment. It's a traumatic event. You you already define it as a traumatic event. And then when something else um, occurs in that small instance where you, let's say you smell something like fire burning, that mm, automatically makes one. you think of how you almost died in a fire when you were six years old. Like right. things like that, that just cause you to automatically and immediately experience how you felt in that moment in the past. And I think it's important how you said earlier, it can be something that's either A, super related to that previous situation, that previous event, or something that isn't super related, but can be similar enough to take you back. Exactly. So, like, if it's, you're at a bonfire, yeah, that's not your house burning down, but, like, those small similarities can can kind of align, align themselves and take you back to that place. Right. It takes you back to that stressful feeling. And it just, it just, even though it's out of context, as simple as like a bonfire with your friends, we're supposed to be happy, you know? Right. It can automatically bring back to how you felt. Like there was no way out. Like you, you were trying to escape, you know? Right. And I think when we, when you, when we said how it can be something so small, I think that kind of goes into subconscious versus versus conscious triggers. So things that may happen that take you to a place and you don't realize it in that moment. Or things that can happen that you automatically know where, where that feeling is coming from. So to kind of um, expand on that a little more, we kind of want to really show you the difference between the two. Yeah, so first, before we dive into our examples, the definitions of, comp- of conscious 
uh, triggers are is when you are aware of and responding to one's surroundings like you're woke um, yeah. subconscious is concerning the part of the mind which one is not fully aware but it influences your actions and your feelings right and I, and I hope that these kind of scenarios and these examples really kind of help explain that mm-hmm. so I want to go over one that I think will help us better understand conscious triggers so there's this girl that I follow on Instagram. I watched her on YouTube. She's pretty popular, but I'll leave her nameless at this point. But she was doing a video, and she was talking about how, like, 10 years ago, she was in this really abusive relationship where her boyfriend at the time would, like, be physically and verbally abusive. So he would be punching her, hitting her, pushing her, all of these things. And there was one specific night where I think she said she met up with him and he was with his friends. And she was asking for the keys to the car, and I think he got super angry, and he ended up pushing her, and she fell on her butt in front of, like, all of his friends. They were laughing, and it was super humiliating for her. And then they got in the car, they went home, and and on their way home, he punched her. And so that was a super traumatic experience for her. And so now, fast forward, like, eight, nine years, she was with a totally different person in a totally different circumstance, and they were play fighting And the guy, as they're playing, he pushes her. Not in an intentional, harmful way, but he pushes her and she falls on her butt. And it immediately took her back to the point to where her ex-boyfriend, who was abusive, pushed her and humiliated her and was beating her. And so in that situation, it was a conscious trigger because as soon as the new guy pushed her, it immediately took her back to that experience. And so she was able to almost automatically align those two. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a great example. Um, and then just to kind of go on the subconscious level, people, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm going to say we. So, like, we've all experienced this to the point where you, you, you know it's bothering you. You know it's affecting your emotions and how you're living through life, but you can't necessarily pinpoint what it is. What it is, right. That is the subconscious. So, like, for Logan's example, like, if she were to, you know, fall down on her butt because he pushed her and Mm -hmm. still not know what it was, she probably would have ended the relationship because she didn't know what it was. Right. And that is the cause of it not being talked about or resurfaced to fully understand what just happened. And I think what subconscious is... You're, you're aware of how the new situation makes you feel because it takes you back to how you felt in the traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. But in contrast to conscious, you can't really pinpoint why you feel that way. Right. It's a familiar feeling and it's a familiar uncomfortableness, but you don't necessarily know why. Exactly. It, and the key word is like you're not fully aware. Like you know a little. Right. Like what the event was, but you don't understand why it's making you feel like this. And I think uh, like a more maybe familiar scenario that I hope, I hope you guys are kind of able to follow. But if you think about it, this is for subconscious. When you're a kid, if you grow up in a household where your parents are constantly, constantly yelling, it may be not in an intentional, verbally abusive way, but that's kind of their way to discipline. And maybe your dad always had something that he said when he was upset. Mm-hmm. And so, and you remember that about your childhood. Now, fast forward, you're in a relationship with a man and you guys get into a disagreement and he yells at you. 
and you feel like that little kid again. You feel defensive and you feel helpless and you feel like, why are you young at me? And it causes you to blow up and lash out. You don't realize that you feel that way because of how you grew up and what your dad did, but you know you have that familiar feeling and that familiar emotion. Wow, that was good. That's a really good example. Um, that just opens the door to not only have you, you know, face the traumas that have happened to you, right. but to, for also for you to categorize them yourself, not based mm-hmm. on what other people um, put on whatever has happened to you. It's all about what you have been through because your personal experiences are your traumas. Right. And it's only up to you to recover them and, and acknowledge them and embrace right. them. Like, this is the reason why you are how you are. Yeah. So. And so, I know we, we've mentioned trauma so much, just, you know, in the conversation so far. And triggers, a lot of times, what, they, what they're doing is they're bringing up those past traumas. Mm-hmm. And so, we think that it's important to really highlight and kind of emphasize some examples of trauma because they come in all shapes and forms like it's not just one type of situation that can cause trauma it's a multitude of them Mm -hmm. and so we do want to kind of go through what that may be yes so different types of of traumas would be bullying community violence disasters so that can be hurricanes earthquakes floods anything that is a disaster, for lack of better words. Um, early childhood trauma, so what you see as you grow up, maybe in your household. Intimate partner violence, such as like domestic violence. Let's say a boyfriend, girlfriend get into a huge argument and it becomes verbally or physically abusive. And one thing I do want to note about domestic violence, it doesn't just have to be in a romantic relationship. It True. can be anyone that you're living in the house with. So if you live with your mm-hmm. uncle or your aunt and they are being physically, mentally, or um, verbally abusive, that is a form of domestic violence. Yes. So it's not just limited to a girlfriend and boyfriend or a partnership like that. Next can be medical trauma. Physical, verbal, emotional abuse, so anything under that umbrella. Refugee trauma. Sexual trauma. Terrorism and violence. And lastly, traumatic grief. Now, these are all but not limited to the amount of traumas that um, people can actually put a name on. Right. So, yeah, just going back to how the pain that you have experienced doesn't necessarily define you. But if you don't talk about them, it can swallow you up. So your emotions definitely, you just have to sit in them to really acknowledge them and to really gain an understanding for why it's how you act the way you act, why that's how defensive you are all the time, why you decide to put these perceptions on some people. Really just answering that question, why? And I can say that pain and suffering can sometimes blind you from truly seeing like what you need to see out of someone or gaining opportunities. So being able to sit in that hurt just allows you to understand. And then mm-hmm. later you would then eventually have an open mind to then accept new ideas, accept people for who they are and even yourself. Um, so that's why it's extremely important to just not necessarily neglect 
your pain or harm that has been done to you, but to really figure out why that's happened to you, what lesson you learned from it. Not even a lesson, because most of the time it's not your fault. But just to make sure that you have an open mind and open perception to many things that you encounter on an everyday basis. And I think, like you said, a lot of times we are triggered and we are blinded because we've never acknowledged the hurt that a situation has caused us. Mm -hmm. So before we even get to the why, we don't know the what. We don't know what has happened to us, and we can't always identify that to understand why we behave in a certain way. And so I think by not acknowledging what has happened to us, it allows us to keep those wounds remained open. Exactly. And, um... When you're in pain, it just kind of leads you to turn to different things. Mm -hmm. So when you're turning to things, just ask yourself if those things that you're turning to are making those painful sufferings worse or actually making them better. Um, I don't want to make this about us, but I can say in my testimony and how my life has been, God has really been the one for me to really clear my mind as well as get an understanding that things happen for a reason you know from a higher thinking a higher mindset that thing that has happened to you is so small but it does depict and 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 play a huge part in determining why things are happening to you in in your future life and those things can be good things but you can't really fully accept it because that thing in your subconscious mind is messing with you it's changing how you are interacting with people so definitely sit in your hurt sit in your hurt and make sure the thing that you're turning and turning to is being beneficial to you in your mind i think that's super important to really sit in your hurt to find acknowledgement i think we've said that multiple times but it's super important to know why you're hurting and to be okay with that And that kind of goes into healing, and we'll get to that later, but I think that's super important. And I think another thing that I really want to mention is that there is no measure into how traumatic an experience can be for you. We talked a lot about triggers and trauma, and I think that sometimes we can maybe become insecure because we think that, oh, this this situation should just be minor. But if it really affects you, it's okay to say that. No one can tell you what level of pain what level of hurt you should feel from any situation right because we all all go through different things and we all feel things in different capacities and that's what makes our stories unique so however you're feeling that's okay whatever trauma that trigger has alerted that's real for you and whether it's big or small in the grand scheme of things or to other people it happened to you and I think that it's just super important to not dim dim the hurt or dim the pain that you're feeling but like Tia said really sit in it and really know that like if this really bothers you it has every right to and you can feel that way or if it doesn't it's okay but there should be no measure to pain or to suffering or to hurt exactly everybody has their own unique battles which later defines your purpose and it's like once you get an understanding of your pain it brings so much clarity You know, and it causes the revelations like, oh, that's why I've been through that. Because I could have never took this position if I didn't go through this. Now, this is nothing to me. Things happen for a reason. So you have to sit in that hurt. Like, you have to. It's no way around it. Because if you don't, it's going to always resurface. You're going to always be triggered. And don't get me wrong. 
wrong. The, the main factor in this equation is time. You mm -hmm. need time to heal. Right. So definitely sit in your pain. Revisit the moments that have hurt you. Revisit the things that have caused those triggers. Right. And so, like I said, like we definitely want to get into the process of healing at a later time. But I think for this week, really focus on and dig deep and acknowledge the things that you may have put to the back burner. And reopen those wounds and expose those feelings that you may not have fully grieved from or fully um, let yourself feel. Like, really take this time to, like Tia said, sit in that hurt. Find things that have bothered you that you haven't completely tackled and say, okay, what, what was this issue? Why do I feel like that? And really take that time to kind of explore yourself and to dig deeper within. Right. On an intellectual level, once you start learning yourself and why the things have hurt, your heart just grows with it too. Because the heart and the mind is so compatible that they kind of go hand in hand with each other. The heart is the emotional aspect. The intellect is the intellectual aspect. It's the mind. <laughs> it's the mind. Yeah. So, yeah, once you really get an eye to eye, like Big Sean said, when you get an eye to eye to something, you get the heart to heart to something. So it would just make you feel so much better by just revisiting it. And like we said, it takes time. So use this time that we do have to just discover yourself and the things that you've been through, which make you who you are today. And I'm telling you, yeah, we'll talk about that later, how you'll heal and, and get through that journey. But we right now, we just want to focus. You got to get through this part first. You got to yeah. acknowledge that pain and that hurt and those traumas first. So let's yeah. focus on that. Let's really... And it could be anything small. Like if something happens and you immediately get irritated, try to figure out why. What happened to you previously to why this situation triggers you so much? Right. And use different things. But here's one thing. Do not let anyone tell you, you know, oh, you're going to get, well, they'll tell you this anyway. But don't let it get to you to not take the initiative to reach those past traumas when someone tells you to get over something how can you even comprehend that what has been affecting you has been affecting you for a reason so you really just need to dive in and understand for yourself not for anybody else everybody goes through different things so it's like you can't take advice from someone who just eats cake all day and you're trying to get a good workout plan you know, so it's very important that you come into tact with yourself because only you know what you go through. Only you know the capacity of which something has, will affect you, you know? Mm hmm So. And so, um, I think just to kind of like reiterate what we said throughout, you know, this episode and kind of what we started with is that Mental health triggers and trauma, they're important always, but because this is Suicide Awareness Month, we definitely wanted to kind of bring light to these issues because I think that a lot of times we can kind of put them to the back burner or um, kind of like push them down and not really acknowledge the things that we've gone through. And so it really uses time to tackle those triggers and tackle those traumas. Right. And like, let that be your goal for this week, this month and moving forward. Right, because do you want to be good or do you want to be great? 
That's well, the real you know thing about slut You always want to be great. <laughs> exactly. So we hope that this was a, a very good informational session to you. Um, if you want to, please do research for yourself on suicidal effects, suicidal uh, symptoms, um, as well as just trying to know where to start to discover your past traumas. So right. we hope that you are on this journey with us. Um, and we would definitely hope that you stay tuned for our next episode as it will be kind of a transition into how you can live the life that you want to. So right. thanks for tuning in to our episode six triggers. And as always, be great and slay watch. <laughs> Bye guys.